0: plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. Very excited this month as we are kicking off March with a week of a Selling with Love challenge. Now, For those of you who are part of the Facebook community or have been early buyers of the book, you've already been notified about this one-week-long live event happening from March 6th till the end of the week, and it's happening at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to find out more about what this is all about. In essence, if you've been looking to increase sales, have more success in your business and want to apply concepts from selling with love, which make you have a larger impact while keeping your integrity and authenticity in check, this is going to be a five days where we're going to put into practice what it takes to sell with love. This is on the back end of celebrating the one year anniversary of the book launch, which is now available in hard copy, soft copy, ebook, and audible. And so if you haven't picked up a copy of the book, highly recommend it. I am a bit biased, but I will tell you it is an amazing book. And one of the things that warms my heart the most is the emails and messages I get from people who have taken the time to read the book and have told me it has really helped them in their business, increase sales, have more success, and not give up on their entrepreneurial journey. And with that, The episode today will be a bit of a nostalgic one for those of you who have been following Selling with Love for quite a while. If you're a little new to the channel, this is going to be a great insight into the core concept that puts Selling with Love together. I want to review the five loves of selling and it doesn't matter if you're familiar with the concept or not because these are going to be five questions you can ask yourself, self-audit and see if there's any of these ideas you need to dig deeper into. Because the more that you can be in a place of love from these five different loves in selling, the more effective you will be in growing the business, scaling your revenue, and really making the impact you've always wanted in the world. So five loves of selling. There are no mystery for those who have read the book, but let me list them out. And we're going to go dig a little deeper in each and every one of them. The first is love the impact. The second is love the client. The third is love the product. The fourth is love the process. And the fifth is love the self. So what does love the impact mean? You have to ask the question from one to 10, how much do you love the difference you make in the lives of the people you sell to? And taking it further, how much do you love the ripple effect that happens from you existing, doing the business that you do? I'll give you a negative example. If you're working perhaps in a tobacco industry and you're somebody who's against smoking, you'll probably not be too excited about selling new accounts and increasing distribution and sales of cigarettes if you find that this is not aligned to your values and is not something you want to bring more into the world. Yet, for a lot of us, we find ourselves selling within an industry we might not be so aligned to. And if you're not loving the impact that happens from every sale you make, you're going to have a bit of a foot on the brake. So it's hard to build momentum when you're holding yourself back. And so big question we got to ask ourselves from one to 10, how much do I love the difference I make in other people's lives? And again, from the direct client that you serve, from the world that is impacted from you doing your business. And don't forget to even include the impact that it has in your life because you want to be well compensated for the sales you make. You want to enjoy the work that you do. And that's also part of the impact. Getting clear on the impact ends up answering the question that most people ask themselves when they're in the process of buying, which is, why is this person selling to me? And when you're clear on the impact, it becomes a turbo of your sales process for example for me i love the difference i make in people's lives the fact that once they learn the concepts of selling with love they get to have more sales be more confident in doing business that the world needs i want to support ethical businesses to learn the power of selling with love so that well I don't like seeing douchebag and manipulative salespeople and marketers take advantage of people. And if we can have the right people with the right businesses be empowered with the tool of what sales is, then we can see a much better world in the process. I enjoy doing it. I love doing it. And that is the reason why I sell. When you can answer that question as well by being clear on the impact and loving it, you'll be much more effective in your sales journey. That's your first love. So if you're whatever number you rate, Ask yourself, well, what could I do to be one level higher? And that might be a mental exercise for you to play with, some changes to do, some adoptions to make. But rather, the higher you are on scaling yourself close to a 10 out of 10 in loving the impact, the more effective you will be in going through every single process of running your business and making sales in the process. The second one is love the client. And of course, I'm not talking about starting romantic relationships with your clients. Instead, The key to love in the case of your client is to actually understand them, care about them, care about the difference you make in their lives, and know truly who they are. You'll often hear concepts around pick a target market, have a client avatar, but rather I want to encourage you to truly care and love the fact that you serve that market Because the more you love the market you serve and the clients you serve, the more it's going to be exciting for you to do the prospecting required, to have the conversations, to create everything that converts, identifies, and attracts these people that you get to serve with your product or service. So how much do you understand the client? Because you'll need to speak the language that is necessary for them to understand the value and the solution you want to bring in their life. And if you care enough, you love enough, you'll be much more effective. It's very interesting when I do workshops and trainings. This is the single place we spend most of our time on because we often keep this very, very broad. And the power that comes from the more specific you get from who you are looking to attract, the more it becomes easy to find them, easy to speak to them, and stand out in the marketplace. We're not in a position where we can mass market, usually at the early stages of our business. And you want to make sure that you speak to the soul the specifics of who you want to work with because that will make you see that you are the right person for the job for their problem that you want to bring the solution to them love the client one to ten how would you rank yourself very very important and gives you that clarity to make sure you know exactly who you serve why you serve them and who they are which brings us to the third love Love the product. Very interesting in the process of writing the book that loving the product was one of the first loves, but rather some of us might fall in love with the product without actually understanding who it serves and the impact it does. As such, you often seen some product-focused companies build a product with tons of features that nobody's interested in or uses. And so that's why it actually comes Third. Because you got to clarify the love for the impact and the client before you develop the product or service that actually solves the problems that they're looking to have solved to make the impact that actually is needed so how much do we love our product one to ten and here's the question i often hear this one is very interesting in the workshops there are a few exceptions of people that are like you know what my product is a 10 out of 10 and i like to push back on this to suggest that perhaps there's always room for improvement to make your product better And so I would definitely want to ask you to make a reality check on the value of your product. And there's things you got to ask yourself, is it truly solving the problem for my clients that I'm trying to serve? Does it reduce the risk of it working or not for them? Is it truly the problem that they want solved? Is it easy, effortless, a good deal for them to buy your product? Is it crafted to support them in a beautiful way? All of the things you create in your product should be done from a place that you absolutely love selling this because when you love the product and know that it makes a difference in people's lives, you get excited and enthusiastic about selling it. You know, it's one of the key things. We talk about sales being a transference of enthusiasm in the process, getting other people excited to buy. And if you're not excited about the product, well, you will have, again, your foot on the brake before trying to move forward. It'll keep you stuck and you have to absolutely love the product. And if you're in the beginning stages, your product doesn't need to be perfect. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I am suggesting though, is that you make it the best that it can be right now. And for every client that you work with, make sure you're going above and beyond to ensure that they're getting so much more value than what you ask in return. That is the principles of selling with love. Love the product one to 10. Where do we sit? What can we do to raise it and any little increment that you can make to your product to make it even more effective at solving problems for your clients? you're going to see it's going to be much more effortless for you to sell, which does bring us to the point number four, love the process. This is where you get opened up to the world of selling. And if you're a listener to this podcast for a long time, you most than likely have some love for the process because that is what we talk a lot about now on the Selling with Love podcast is actually what are the ways that we could sell more effectively. Not for the idea that we want to manipulate people. No, 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 no. When you love the process, and of course we've covered the impact, the client and the product before talking about the process of selling, simply because it becomes an act of empathy. It's about learning the language that is necessary for people to understand the value you want to bring to them. If I'm speaking to somebody who has no idea that the key thing that's holding them back from everything they want about building their business is the concept of being able to learn to sell effectively, yes, I will create every single piece of content. I'll do my marketing. I'll get all my sales calls. I'll do what is necessary for them to understand that I get to solve that problem for them. It's important. The world needs it. They need it. And I will actually use strategies that are necessary because... I want them to understand that we are here to serve, we are here to help. And again, what we offer is so much more than what we ask in return. So build that process up. What are the mechanisms we have to gain attention? What are the mechanisms we have to build trust? What are the mechanisms we have to follow up, close, deliver, collect? Everything around the sales process is contained within this love. And you start to love it. For any person that's had any hesitation or fear around sales, oftentimes it might just be a question of having to do it long enough and realizing that the energy you can come through when you sell with love means that every process you build just makes it you a little more efficient at reaching a little more people for them to understand why you're doing it, what it's going to do for them, how it's going to work for them a little more So in essence, allows you to generate sales, make difference in people's lives. Because remember, at the end of every transaction is somebody who's made a decision to actually fix a problem and you're going to be there to deliver that. And that resistance to change will always be there. And so it does get a little uncomfortable when you're going into sales, but don't let your comfort get in the way of the conversion that is necessary for people to take big steps to solve problems for themselves. We love the process how much do you one to ten how much do you love the process of selling and marketing and as such i'm hoping that when you get this clarity from selling with love that you can notch this up a couple more so you can get curious psychology sales process marketing all of it becomes another department that you get to learn about get excited about and see how effective it is which brings us to the last of the five loves of selling which is the self love I keep this one for last, yet this is a bit of the first one that we usually need to talk about. Our fear of rejection, our fear of not-enoughness, our fear of putting ourselves out there, all of the fears that usually come up when we're in the process of selling. Selling is an accelerator to any kind of personal growth because you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position, you're putting yourself in front of other people, you're having conversations with other human beings, so you are going to grow. And again, It usually isn't comfortable when you get started. But as I reminded earlier, and I will remind again, do not label yourself as a bad salesperson if you haven't went out there and made at least 100 sales attempts. Because we often just find ourselves having just not enough practice to even consider if we are good or bad at sales. So yes, we have to put ourselves out there. Yes, we want to do the routines that keep us sharp. Oh my God, I was talking with my employee Carlito and he was doing a ton of sales for a campaign And he realized, oh my God, my energy, there's so much energy that goes into sales. Absolutely. And that's why the self-care becomes so important. There are emotional ups, there's emotional downs. You close a sale, dopamine releases, you're on a negative streak of sales. You feel like, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Regardless, sales is an art. Sometimes we're on a streak, sometimes we're not. And then when you're in the things are good, things are great, but you want to make sure that you're always taking care of yourself. And remember, you're always showing up as your best. We're always improving every day. And just the fact that you decided to show up is the best that you can expect for yourself right now. And it gets better with practice. And of course, when you are backed with the concepts of selling with love, these five loves we speak about, it becomes a little less resistant for us to go out there and sell, knowing that we're coming from a place of love. And that ladies and gentlemen are the five loves of selling. Again, if you're just listening to this, ask yourself from one to 10, where do I sit on the amount that I love the impact, love the client, love my product or service, love the process of selling, and how much of the self love is in place. And remember, We don't always sell from love at all times, but we're always striving to do our best to always find ourselves being able to be in this place, which makes it so much more effective, being able to be done with authenticity, and it feels good, makes a difference, and that's the mission that we are on for the Selling With Love book, podcast, membership, and all things that we do here at Selling With Love. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's one-year anniversary reminder, kind of, Going back into the roots of Selling with Love, if it's the first time you hear about it, I hope you like these concepts. There's so much more within the book, so be sure to pick up a copy if you haven't already. And as I've mentioned, we have a challenge. Now, usually these live challenges, which I will be hosting myself, we usually do these for $300, but our one-year anniversary process, we are doing this for $14 only, and we're going to have five sessions, five hours of training live from Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, starting on March 6th. If you haven't joined any of our live sessions, we highly encourage you to do so. We're going to have a workbook. We're going to put in some work into the concepts we just discussed today and so much more so you can leave with a plan for the next three months on how you can increase your sales dramatically. Rather, if you haven't done any sales, we're going to make sure that you have the tools and a sales system by the end of the week. And if you already have a business and you're trying to increase those sales numbers, we'll have you leave with some clarity that you can add to your marketing material and to be able to communicate more effectively for every single prospect that comes through the pipeline. Very excited to put this together. We're going to have tons of prizes, including signed copies of the book. So don't miss this. We're going to have a link put up in the show notes so you can check it out. And if you're already part of the Selling With Love community on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Selling With Love, we're going to have all the links and information shared there as well. So as always, thanks for listening and keep selling with love.